me a mission, I got demons to slay. Communication made you talk in this way. Anxious world, what's going on, everybody? As you can see, I'm in a better mood than I was on my last episode. Uh, first off, first off, first off, thank you for tuning in to the Anxiety About Anxiety podcast. I'm your host, Keith. And yes, I'm in a better mood. Man, I feel like a lot of pressure is off. My son's surgery went well. Um, he was a champ. He went through it. He did what he had to do, and he came out wonderful. It went swell. And thank you to, to some of the people, you know, that's, that listens to the podcast, that reached out and, you know, sent some prayers out for, for my son and his recovery, you know, through his surgery and everything. Man, I'm telling you, that was the hardest couple weeks that I experienced in a very, very long time. Nerve-wracking experience, man. But yeah, he's recovering right now. It went it went great. He's in good health. He's in good spirits. Um, he's running around again like it never happened before. So I got to say, God is good, man. And yeah, man, I can get back to being who I, who I want to be uh, mentally. I can get my mind right and, you know, work on this podcast a little bit more. I kind of felt like I was slacking off a little bit. I couldn't pay. I couldn't. I don't know. I couldn't pay it too much attention. Like my, like I said before on the last episode, my mind was all over the place and I couldn't give it all my undivided attention and everything. So now I feel like I'm in a better space now that he's OK. And yeah, man, God is good. I can keep saying that a hundred times. But yeah, we 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 back. Uh, so, yeah, better spirits. I'm happy, you guys. I'm happy. I'm happy. Um, also, this is the hundredth, the hundredth episode of the Anxiety About Anxiety podcast. Man, this is a big achievement. I mean, I like, man, I don't know. I'm just, it's, it's, it's a good week. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's a really good week. The hundredth episode. I started this way back November 2019. If some of y'all follow me, y'all know I was going through a really, really hard, dark time. Uh, down and out, didn't know what I was going to do with myself. A lot of anxiety, depressed. Life was not good for me. I pressed, you know, I found this, I found this podcast. I, like I said, I was scrolling down Facebook and found this, set it up and press record. Didn't know what I was going to say and just started talking about my anxiety and what I was going through. And it turned into this podcast. And for us to be at the hundredth episode or for me, no, us, because I bring y'all on. For us to be at the hundredth episode, man, that's a, woo, that's a big accomplishment, man. I was gonna do in my mind, I was gonna do some big episode, whatever it may be, but y'all know, been through a lot, so I really didn't get to set up nothing. But yeah, man, the hundredth episode. So thanks, thanks to all my supporters out there, everybody who've been rocking with me since whenever you started rocking with me, day one or just last week. I don't care. I appreciate you all. Um, so yeah, I'm in good spirits. So we're going to get back to like this normal way of doing, you know, the, the show where I bring somebody on to share their story or what, uh, Andrew said in this, their testimony. I like that word because it is your testimony. You're talking about what you've been through. So I think I'm going to start using that word testimony. I, I really, really love that. So yeah, you're going to hear the story of, uh, Andrew. I hope I say his last name right. Custlick, I think I said it right. I hope I did not butcher it. So yeah, Chaplain Andrew Custlick, 
and he's going to talk about his, you know, uh, dealing with uh, ADHD, ADD, uh, bipolar disorder. And one thing he said that stuck out to me also, uh, he, you know, he don't talk about having a disability. He don't like using the word disability or Ill illness. He like to say like mental errors. And to be honest, they are mental errors. So uh, that's one thing I learned, you know, like, oh, yeah, they, they are mental errors. So he's going to talk about dealing with that and um, just, you know, just believing in himself and uh, believing in what he could do and not giving up. And man, it, it's a great he dropped a lot of really positive uh, gems up in there. It's very positive. You know, he makes you feel good when you're listening to him. You start believing in yourself. And Andrew, I thank you a thousand times over, man. You really, really just listening. I went back this. I just went back a couple minutes ago and just re, you know, listen to his recording, man. And it really, you know, it made me feel good. It made me believe in myself. So Andrew, I thank you, and I'm so honored to have you. You know, to be the, the 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 one that you know I feature on the hundredth episode because I think a lot of people need some positivity in their life. So once again, thank you, Andrew. And the title of his episode is called Not Who I Am. And yeah, I'm so happy to be just doing the normal and not have to be down and out. So uh, let me stop talking because I can talk a million times over right now because I'm so, so excited for my son. Mostly for him. Mostly for him, you guys. Mostly for him. My little dude is doing what he got to do. Recovery mode. Starting kindergarten. We out here. We about to do it. So, yeah, uh, thank you once again, 100 episodes. Thank you, everybody, for uh, supporting. Um, tune into my other podcast, the Anxious Male Perspective Podcast, um, where I have guys come on and basically give their, you know, testimony <laughs> or basically talk about why guys don't talk about mental health, the stigma behind it, how they talk about their mental health, how, how they talk about their mental health and how they deal with their mental health just trying to break that stigma around man and get us to open up and be vulnerable a little bit more so yeah tune in today all streaming platforms wherever you get your podcast at i'm gonna grow that podcast i promise you i'm gonna work my tail off to make that just as big as this podcast um it's a goal of mine with that being said let's jump into well follow me on all you know ig facebook anxiety about anxiety I gotta get a twitter haven't done that yet um, email me if you want to share your story or just want to comment. Yeah, let me stop talking. Let's get into this story about Chaplain Andrew Kuslick, not who I am. Thank you for tuning in to the Anxiety About Anxiety podcast with your boy Keith. What I like to call therapy for your soul. Everybody be blessed. We at number 100, y'all. Let's go. Thank you, Keith, for having me on. Hello, guys. This is Chaplain Andrew, host of TGIF. Thank God it's forever. Where we talk about Jesus, his goodness, his word, and his love for everyone. Thank you again, Keith, for having me on. Where should I start? Well, Keith asked me to talk about my disabilities, my ADD, my ADHD, my bipolar, my borderline skits. But see, disabilities or disabled has a real negative connotation for me. It's more of a harsh word for me. That's why I use the terms thinking errors. Because it is truly an error in our thinking. Because when I, when I look at the word disabled, 
I look at that as I'm labeling myself as somebody that can't do something. With, in fact, I am a testimony from God that I can because I have a associate's degree. I went to college and did something for myself. And I got a successful podcast that I've been hosting for five years that God has done marvelous works in me. And just because I am disabled does not mean that I can't do nothing. And don't let no one else tell you either that you can't because you can. Just because you have something that somebody else doesn't have doesn't mean that you're not, that you're different than everyone else because you're not. You can just be as successful of a podcaster as I and the rest of this world is. You can go to college and make something of yourself. You can do anything that you set your mind to. Some of the struggles I've, I've dealt with with my disabilities was I felt people didn't understand me. I felt like that whenever something went on that they just didn't understand because there are things in my life to this day that I can't explain, that I saw happen with my own eyes, that I can't physically explain why they happened, but they happened. Like why something just happened to do exactly that even though I didn't do it. So I struggle with the ability of thinking that other people aren't understanding me or aren't comprehending what I'm trying to say or if you catch my idea, because see, you can tell that my disabilities are kind of coming out when I'm speaking. And I do have a starting problem every once in a while. But it's it's... It's just the way I am that I feel that people don't understand me when I go to say something. Now, my wife does understand me. My wife loved me. She always asked God for somebody who was disabled like me. And she got that person she wanted from God. But it's hard because I feel like people don't understand me. Because when I say something, my mind goes to tend to think, this is the way it happened. This is the way I think it. But when someone else comes in and says, well, that don't make sense. To me, it does. To me, it does, but to them, it doesn't. So I struggle with the idea of being understood a lot. And that's why before I met my wife, which would be of six years this year, before I met my wife, I felt very, very misunderstood. And I would always hide in my room. I'd never leave. I, I, I wouldn't hang out with too many people unless they were close friends or somebody that I could trust. And I went into a, I used to go, I used to uh, donate my time to a place called Liberties, a drop-in center for the mentally ill. I used to go there and bring them things to do, games to play. I'd play the piano for them. I'd pray for them and things like that. But I went there because I felt like I was accepted there. Because when, 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 I'm, when you're dealing with stuff like I do, and a lot of people out there, think weird things about you. It's hard for me to say, it was hard back then for me to say that I loved myself because everyone else didn't understand me. And I felt like I was the only person in the world who understood me. But when I went to these places and did some of these things, I didn't feel so out of touch anymore because, and I started loving myself more because everyone there was going through what I was going through. But, with that being said, I am disabled, but I do not let that determine who I am. Like I said, I do not let that determine who I am. And don't you let 
that determine who you are either because it's it might be hard to deal with what you're going through just like I felt at one point it might be hard but the underlining aspect or the underlining thing I want to get to you guys right now is that the way I cope with this the way I cope with what I'm going through is God I mean I don't want to get so super spiritual on anybody here and say that and start getting so super spiritual and turn this into a revival type message even though it very well could be and that's just who I am now because I love God with all my heart but I cope with it with God I learned through prayer through praise and through worship that I can deal with the struggles of life and my disabilities my thinking errors I should say and the struggles that I go through I learned to cope with it through prayer, praise, and worship. The three P's of the gospel, prayer, praise, and worship. Well, PPW, prayers, pra- praise, prayer, praise, and worship. And uh, I coped with it through that, and I learned over the years by reading and studying the word that God loves us no matter what. Remember that. God loves you no matter what. No matter what you're labeled as no matter what you have done or will do or are doing god can love you and will always love you no matter what and being disabled i had to learn that the hard way because at points in my life i didn't even feel that god loved me i know it knew at one point who god was but i didn't know who god really was until i got to know him And then I really learned how he loves me more than anything in this world. How he loves not just me, but you and the rest of this world. Everyone out there, God loves us. And we're all God's special children. We're not disabled. We are special. Very extra special. And don't forget that. But... What I, what I want you to take home from this, what I want you to take from this little excerpt that I am giving here to Keith, and again, thank you for having me on, is that no matter what, keep pressing forward. As the Bible says, keep running the race as you are going to win no matter what. Even if it looks like you're going to lose, keep running the race as you're going to win. And do what you can do to not only better yourself, but to help others through what you're going through. Because this right here with Keith having us give uh, give him our story is our way of helping other people. I call this a testimony. It's our way of helping somebody else saying, look, I'm going through what you're going through to a degree. I'm not going through absolutely everything you're going through, but to a degree I'm going through what you're going through. And then as you're giving someone else your experience like this, then you're saying, look, you're not the only one out there. I'm going through it. And so when we can use this as our testimony and give this out to those out there who need to hear this message, we can then not only help ourselves but help others because then it makes us feel good doing something for somebody else in the long run so while we're doing for others it's helping us in the long run because now we're feeling good about ourselves 
But the first thing you got to do, though, before you can help somebody else out in the process is you got to love yourself. And that's the key. You got to know that God loves you and that if God loves you, you can then love yourself. Because how can how can you love yourself if you don't know first that God loves you and that God wants to see you well and wants to see you happy and healthy? The, the Apostle Paul wrote in one of the letters, he says, he says, brother, I beseech you. He says, I, he says, I come to you saying that I would, I would love to see you healthy. I'd love to see you whole and I'd love to see you happy, basically. I'm paraphrasing the scripture. <coughs> Sorry about that. I'm paraphrasing the scripture. But even Apostle Paul said that he, would, he wants to see you prosper in health. So, where I'm going at with this is this. Take this from what I'm giving to you now is that you got to know that God loves you and that God cares for you and God knows the struggles you're going through and that even though you feel, as I used to, feel like no one understands you, nobody cares or they just downright hate you, that no matter what, no matter what you go through or think or feel, God will always love you. And that's the only person in the world you want. That's the only person in the world you need to love you. If no one else loves you, and that's the only one is God that, who loves you, then, you, then you're richer than everyone else. Because there's a lot of people out there who don't know that God loves them and needs to know this. I have a quick story that I tell this during my show a lot of times. And there is a lady at uh, my church, Evangel Christian Churches, I used to attend in Michigan before I moved here to Ohio. And a buddy of mine was at the service and God kept speaking to him saying, go over there and tell that lady that, I love her. He goes, God, I know that she knows that you love her. He goes, well, go tell her again. He goes, God, she knows that you love her. He goes, go tell her again. He goes, fine, I will. He walked over there. He said, Jesus loves you. And then she started weeping on his shoulder and just crying her eyes out. She goes, you know what? I asked God today in service that if somebody doesn't come up to me and say that God loves me, I'm going to kill myself today. So she was battling with major depression at that time, and she wanted to just die. But see, God used my friend, even though he begrudgingly did it, and didn't do it out of, as the Bible says, a cheerful heart, but did it out of begrudgingly, God still honored it, and she did not end up killing herself. And see, God used my buddy or my friend to give that love to somebody else. But she she was dealing with depression at the time. And God came to her need, just like he'll come to yours when you're dealing with what you're going through. Just say, Lord, I am sorry. I am broken today. I hurt. I have all this going on in my life and I can't deal with this anymore. Lord, take this. Do something with it. And when you give it to God... God will take care of it. And that hurt will will not be there no more. Once you realize 
that no matter what, God loves you. And if that's the only person that loves you, then you're good to go. Then you got then you're richer than anybody else in this world spiritually. So I just wanted to say thank you again, Keith, for having me on. I just wanted to say, guys, take that to heart and take that with you and keep that as close as you can because the, the most important thing in this world is that God loves you. It don't matter what man says about you. don't matter what man thinks about you. I've had people that came up to me and thought all kinds of weird, nasty things about me, but you know what? It doesn't matter. Because why? God loves me and God loves you. And God wants to see you prosper in health, mentally, physically. And he wants to see you. He wants to see you prosper as well in the physical world as in, you know, job situations, uh, promotions and different things like going to college and stuff. See, we as disabled people can do something. And we need to stand and we need to continue standing and doing things and showing the world that we are disabled, but we do not let them determine who we are. So with that being said, guys, thank you again, Keith, for having me on. And, and guys, I had a great time sharing my story, sharing my testimony and sharing Jesus with you. I didn't want to go too spiritual on you guys because... It's just, it's not my show. I'm not here to, I'm not here to take over and do what I want to do. It's all what God wants to do. And so if God wants me to talk about something, I'm going to. So with that being said, thank you again for having me on. And guys, I appreciate being able to share what I go through on, well, went through on a regular basis and how I learned to cope with them. And I hope that you Spend some time and pray pray to God and give God an earful. I used to tell my ex-boss, Lisa, from the pantry in uh, St. Clair Shores, no, Sterling Heights, Michigan. I used to tell her, Lisa, give God an earful tonight. She goes, I will, Andrew. Oh, I will. You better believe I will. So guys, go home, give God an earful tonight and let him know that, hey, I'm broken. Can you help me fix this? And God will. Even though we don't deserve it, God will. And God will make sure that he gives you the peace that calms all understanding. So with that being said, thank you guys for giving me the opportunity to give you my story. Again, Keith, thank you. And I'll be looking forward to this, this episode. Thank you. And as I always say on my show, this is TGIF reminding you to one, trust in the Lord in all your ways, two, lean not to your own understandings, and three, in all your ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. Thank you, and good night.